Welcome to this service on the 18th Sunday after Trinity. This Sunday we especially mark Anti-Slavery Day to be reserved by Christians and many others across the world on Tuesday, St Luke's Day. Just as St Luke tells us how to love our neighbours as ourselves in the story of the Good Samaritan, so you are invited to join in our prayers and reflections, asking God to better equip each one of us to notice those hurting and helpless, out of normal sight, trapped in the increasing successful crime of modern slavery. Jesus Christ is King of it. He lives his life in us for the sake of the world. Jesus is alive today. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. Today's service has been coordinated by the Clure Initiative, and this Anti-Slavery Day they launched their campaign, Make It Slavery Free. This campaign calls on us to take a pledge to help end modern slavery in our communities. Any act, no matter how small, can help change or save the life of somebody in desperate circumstances. I am delighted that in this service we are able to share contributions from those who have worked with the Clear Initiative to help end modern slavery around the world. Let us seek God's guidance in our worship to help us learn to notice, to respond and to help restore so many of our brothers and sisters hidden in plain sight and suffering deeply. We begin with the hymn, We Are Called to Welcome Strangers, written by Sheena Evans and Simon Hancock and sung by St Martin's Voices. This hymn embodies God's heart for the poor and marginalised and our calling to respond in love.
Jesus Christ, we join our prayers with people across the world to ask for your guidance and grace, that we may learn to notice the unnoticed, especially those trapped in modern slavery. Bless all who work to fight this crime and bring freedom to those being exploited. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. We pray for so many of our sisters and brothers who are suffering through forced labour, sexual exploitation, domestic servitude, forced begging and county lines drug trading, forced marriage or forced organ donation. Lord, have mercy. Christ, have mercy. Especially we ask for the courage and wisdom to discern how we might play a part in reaching out with your love and healing and in helping our own communities to become more slavery free. Lord, have mercy. Christ, Christ have, have mercy. May the God of love and power forgive you, free you from your sins, heal and strengthen you by his spirit, and rise you to new life in Christ our Lord. Amen. Amen. Almighty and everlasting God, increase in us your gift of faith, that forsaking what lies behind and reaching out to that which is before, we may run the way of your commandments and win the crown of everlasting joy. Through Jesus Christ, your Son, our Lord, who is alive and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, one God, now and forever. Amen. Amen. Our first reading is brought to us by Gary Smith, CEO of the Madai Trust. The Madai Trust's mission is to provide refuge and freedom from modern-day slavery, and they are one of the largest providers of supported safe house beds for victims of modern-day slavery in the UK. But I want you to continue to follow what you have learned and are sure about. You know the people you learned it from. You have known the Holy Scriptures ever since you were a little child. They are able to teach you how to be saved by believing in Christ Jesus. God has breathed life into all Scripture. It is useful for teaching us what is true is useful for correcting our mistakes. It is useful for making our lives whole again. It is useful for training us to do what is right. By using scripture, the servant of God can be completely prepared to do every good thing. I give you a command in the sight of God and Christ Jesus. Christ will judge the living and the dead because he and his kingdom are coming. Here is the command I give you. Preach the word. Be ready to serve God in good times and bad. Correct people's mistakes. Warn them. Encourage them with words of hope. Be very patient as you do these things. Teach them carefully. The time will come when people won't put up with true teaching. Instead, they will try to satisfy their own desires. They will gather a large number of teachers around them. The teachers will say what the people want to hear. 
the people will turn their ears away from the truth. They will turn to stories that aren't true. But I want you to keep your head no matter what happens. Don't give up when times are hard. Work to spread the good news. Do everything God has given you to do. This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. We now head over to Bridgewater, where we hear Sean Owen about the project she has been leading in her community to fight modern day slavery and county lines. I first became aware of modern slavery in around 2017. Um, my brother died quite suddenly in February of that year. And um, initially we didn't know what had happened or what had caused his death. Um, over the next 11 months, we had a lot of investigations and an inquest. Uh, during that time, it came to light that he had actually been cuckooed. I'd never heard the term cuckooing before, um, so I did some research about it um, and found out a little bit more about what, what it entailed. Um, and then that led us back to coming to this church. The vicar that was here then had taken my brother's funeral service. Um, and he was a great support over the next 11 months. So we then joined this congregation. Um, and then I think it was early in 2019, um, there was um, at the end of the service an announcement that um, people were coming from the Cluet Initiative to run a Hidden Voices course, which was about modern slavery and human trafficking. Um, so my partner and I came along to see what it was all about and we did the course um, and that was where obviously it fitted in the, the cuckoo in, in with modern slavery and human trafficking and that was where my, um, my interest in the subject and my involvement started. Within the community, over the last couple of years, we have attended as many community events as possible. Um, we've had some literature printed up about modern slavery, human trafficking, and some separate literature about county lines. We've gone and talked to the Town Centre Development Forum, trade union councils, um, community hubs. We've attended as many street fairs as we can, um, and we've literally gone out onto the streets and spoke to as many people as we can. Last year, we um, did a county line street initiative. Over the period of about eight weeks, we spoke to around 600 people, giving them information about county lines. Um, we were contacted by several families um, we offer pastoral support to two people that had been um, affected by county lines previously. Um, we were able to get two people into the national referral mechanism so they can get the support that they need. We were asked to go and talk at some colleges. So um, towards the end of last year and the beginning of this year, I think we delivered um, around about 10 our sessions to different tutor groups in, in local colleges around about county lines and how to spot the signs and how to stay safe. So I think one of the hardest things that I, I find um, whilst I'm carrying out my work is listening to the stories of the people, listening to the, the lives that they've lived and and seeing and seeing the hurt, um, both physical and, and emotional, mental hurt. It can be quite traumatic. Um, and that is quite hard. 
one of the most rewarding things is when I'm supporting people who um, start to become independent and I see them um, growing in confidence and starting to go out into the community, um, get involved in education, volunteering or work, um, and maybe get their, their conclusive grounds decision or their their sort of settled status so they can start a new life independently um, away from the danger. I think my faith helps me in the, the work that I do. Um, I often find myself coming into this church on a Sunday and, and I sit here before the service and I quietly um, I pray for the people that I'm working with, for the people that I'm supporting. Um, I pray that I'll have the strength to carry on doing what I'm doing. And I thank God for, for the, the things that I have, the safe house, the food, the things that other people don't have. And I think um, by the time I leave here on the Sunday, I feel as if I've had my batteries recharged and ready to start the next week. I think three things that anyone could do to try and make a difference to modern slavery and human trafficking is to um, find out about modern slavery and human trafficking, learn how to spot the signs um, and the areas that it takes place. Another thing that is, is very, very small is just look at where you spend your money. Um, try and buy from companies that have a modern slavery statement that treat their staff well. And I think speak to people, tell people what you know, what you've learned, um, and also speak, speak out if something doesn't look right. Our second reading is from Paul Cabagin, who is the Serious and Organised Crime Prevention Officer in the Cumbria Constabulary and is working with the CLEAR initiative on raising awareness of county lines in local schools. Jesus told his disciples a story. He wanted to show them that they should always pray and not give up. He said, in a certain town there was a judge. He didn't have any respect for God or cared about what people thought. A widow lived in that town she came to the judge again and again. She kept begging him, make things right for me. Someone is treating me badly. For some time the judge refused, but finally he said to himself, I don't have any respect for God. I don't care about what people think. But this widow keeps bothering me, so I will see that things are made right for her. If I don't, she will someday come and attack me. The Lord said, listen to what the unfair judge says. God's chosen people cry out to him day and night. Won't he make things right for them? Will he keep putting them off? I tell you, God will see that things are made right for them. He will make sure it happens quickly. But when the Son of Man comes, will he find people on earth who have faith? This is the word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Bishop Alastair, the chair of the CLEAR Initiative, delivers our sermon today. From the second letter to Timothy, be persistent, proclaim the good news. From the Gospel of Luke, God will grant justice. This week, all around the world, people are observing International Anti-Slavery Day. You may have thought that Slavery was abolished by William Wilberforce and others in 1807. 
In fact, it's been growing exponentially in recent years. It's the second most profitable crime after drugs. And there's masses of it about in our own communities and across the world. And today we're asking people of goodwill and Christians especially who want to offer God's news of hope and healing to others to think about this issue and to see what pledges we can make in our lives and lifestyles to make a difference and to rescue people who are suffering. It's happening because we're living in a perfect storm. As we know, there are more and more vulnerable people who are desperate for work, for a new chance, both in our midst and fleeing wars and migrating across the world. Work has become part-time, agency-dominated, short-term hours. It's very easy for criminal gangs to slip in people into processes, take the profits, and keep them in terrible conditions. There's a huge expansion of sexual exploitation and sexual slavery, especially involving children, tragically. And besides the vulnerabilities and the criminality, we live in a culture where you and I are part of a demand for cheap goods and services. And as long as the price is right, we don't really mind where it comes from or who provides it. That's a challenge to all of us, because this is what gives the traffickers their opportunity. The other factor is we're all so busy that we can't even notice. We can't look beyond our phone, really, and see what's happening. And that was what was happening to the widow in our gospel story. She was crying for justice. People were too busy, didn't notice, didn't care. She wasn't helped. God's justice was not being done. That's the situation we're in with modern slavery. Now, the Clear Initiative is part of the Church of England's response to this terrible crime, terrible suffering. And churches, of course, are present in every community. We're doing some work through a course called Hidden Voices to help communities open our eyes, see what's going on, how to notice signs, how to offer help, rescue, restoration to people who might be trapped in modern slavery. We're trying to help open our eyes about our purchasing patterns, how we run our organizations, how we buying goods and services for our churches as well as ourselves, so that at every point we can try and make a difference and push back. The Clear Initiative is working in this area with partners, people in the community, the police, people of other faith, because everybody is a potential beneficiary of modern slavery and the types of victims are so different and so widely spread that we need every pair of eyes, every kind of response to try and make an effective response. The same letter to Timothy says, be persistent and proclaim the good news. The problem is we're too busy to be persistent on any one cause very often. We're asking this year people to stop, consider this issue of modern slavery and make a pledge or several pledges. What can each of us pledge in changing our lifestyle, our values, our purchasing habits, our willingness to notice and look round more carefully and make a response if we're suspicious that somebody's suffering or being bullied or being ill-treated? Not being too busy, but make a response, raise the question, and others will investigate. I hope each of us in this service, we'll think and pray carefully about the pledges we can make.
to try and stop this terrible crime, try and rescue brothers and sisters, and try and change the systems that make it so profitable and so expansive as we speak. Think of the widow all those years, hurting, unnoticed, longing for justice. God, her creator, wanted to give her justice, freedom, blessing. We have an opportunity to help God deliver that justice in our time, in our communities, in our systems. And I pray that each of us may think about what kind of pledge could I make in my lifestyle, my life, my systems, to make a difference, for God's justice to be done and the good news to be heard. Amen. We believe in God the Father, from whom every family in heaven and on earth is named. We believe in God the Son, who lives in our hearts through faith and fills us with his love. We believe in God the Holy Spirit, who strengthens us with power from on high. We believe in one God, Father, Son and Holy Spirit. Amen. The prayers of intercession are led by Joyce Steiner, Esther Magahatchi and the Reverend Janice Price, who are working together to fight modern-day slavery and human trafficking in Ghana and Tanzania. My name is Joyce Lakustaina. I come from Ghana. I work with the Christian Council of Ghana as the programs director. Let us pray. Loving God, you are the God of justice and the God of peace. You created everyone in your own image. It is you who said that all that you have created is good and that all humans have a right to care for your protection. Lord, we commit children into your hands. We pray that the churches can act together so that we protect the rights of all children in whichever way, wherever we find them, in whatever instance. Lord Jesus, we ask for your grace. We ask for your mercy so that we will be able to do what you have called us to do. In the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, we have prayed, amen. My name is Esther Mohagachi. I come from East Africa, the country called Tanzania. I work for Christian Council of Tanzania. Please join me in this prayer. Let's pray. Dear God, we come before you with thanksgiving in our heart. We pray for the people who are working hard to support the victim of modern child slavery and the human trafficking. We pray that, Lord, you strengthen them. They have the vision to support these children, but there are many voices that are hindering them. We pray that, God, you strengthen them and protect them as they are doing your work. We pray that, God, you uh, give them the strength to endure. Even if there are many voices that are hindering, may they be strong enough to protect these children and to support the victim of of human trafficking. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Hello, and I'm Reverend Janice Price, and I'm a parish curate in Surbiton, in South London, and also a hospital chaplain at Kingston Hospital. And I'm also working with the Clua Initiative. So let's pray. Loving Heavenly Father, 
We pray that churches may work together nationally, internationally and locally to put an end to human trafficking and modern day slavery. Give us the gifts we need, we pray, to do this work. Give us the insight and the wisdom that will lead us forward in this. And we pray that we will have a holy discontent until all human trafficking and modern day slavery is finished the world over. And we pray in the name of our Lord and Saviour, Jesus Christ. Amen. Our Father in heaven, hallowed be your name. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us today our daily bread. Forgive us our sins, as we forgive those who sin against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For the kingdom, the power and the glory are yours, now and forever. Amen. 40.3 million people are estimated to be trapped in some form of modern slavery in the world today. In the UK alone, there could be over 100,000 people living as slaves. And modern slavery can take many forms, sexual exploitation, labor exploitation, domestic servitude, and of course, in criminal activity. And this heinous crime is prevalent in all our communities. So you may have walked past someone being forced to beg and then hand over their takings. You could have been sitting next to a child on a train who's involved in county lines drug trafficking. Or perhaps you've been served in a restaurant, had your nails done or your car washed by someone who's had their passport taken and has had to hand over most of their wages to their abuser. Any one of these seemingly trivial day-to-day -day events could involve a victim of modern slavery. As Christians, we are called to see and respond to those who are marginalised. Our church is present in all communities and at the heart of many. Therefore, we have a responsibility to lead the fight against modern slavery. And I encourage you all as a church, as an individual or as a business to take the Kluwer Initiative's pledge to make it slavery free. The pledge asks you to commit to delivering three actions this year that will help end modern slavery in your community. This might be signing up for modern slavery and safeguarding training, putting up awareness raising posters at your food bank, or simply using the Kluwer Initiative's Safe Car Wash app. Any action, no matter how small, could help change or save the life of somebody in desperate circumstances. If you're looking for guidance or inspiration, there's lots of resources available on the Kluwer Initiative's website. Thank you. Together, we can help end the evil crime of modern slavery. Our second hymn today is Care for the Hidden, also written by Sheena Evans and Simon Hancock and sung by St Martin's Voices. This hymn was written especially for the Kluwer Initiative's resource Children in the Shadows.
As this service comes to an end, I want to add my reflections on modern-day slavery and our response as Christians. My diocese, the Diocese of London, is a thriving, buzzing metropolis, but that busyness means that we often fail to spot potential modern slavery, even when it is right in front of us. The cleaner at an office who is afraid to make eye contact the teenager who has disappeared from school, or the person begging on the street who is fearful to talk to you in case they are being watched. Modern slavery is a crime hidden in plain sight. The first step in working towards a slavery-free community is just to take notice of what is happening around us. Now more than ever, we need to be alert as the cost of living crisis means that we encounter more people in desperate circumstances. For example, as more people use our food banks, we need to be vigilant for gangmasters who use them to recruit potential victims. Make it slavery free challenges us to stop being a bystander and to take an active role in fighting modern slavery. I am proud to support this campaign and to make a pledge to help work towards a slavery free world. The pledge that I have taken includes strengthening our partnerships. In my diocese, we have done cr some creative work with Hestia, a charity that provides shelter and outreach to support victims of modern slavery. And this is a partnership I hope we can strengthen in the coming years. The government has proposed to introduce new legislation for modern slavery. My second pledge is to try and play a strong part in the House of Lords as it to make it fit for purpose to serve the most vulnerable and oppressed people. Finally, the CLEAR initiative is inviting us to read a new resource called Seven Letters to the Churches. And I am pledging myself to encourage people and parishes to use this opportunity to pray, reflect and act to fight this evil crime. 
If in each and every one of us watching this service takes the pledge to make it slavery free, we become part of a powerful movement that stands up to the evils of modern slavery and says to the victims, we see you. May God give us the gifts that we need to bring this about. May the Father, who hears the cries of the oppressed, encourage you. May the Son, who swoops down to raise up all in need, enable you. May the Spirit, who inspires hope and commitment, embrace you. And the blessing of God Almighty, the Father, the Son and the Holy Spirit, be with you and those you seek to love and serve now and always. Amen. Thank you.